This is the Tigers Radio Network. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Zach's Hamburgers, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Sproul Lanes of Springfield, Delaware County, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, and Delco Cleanouts. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Coming to you live from the campus of Episcopal Academy here in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. It is November 1st, and as the calendar changes to a new month, we here are in the last week of football season before the playoffs here in the in the county. With me is Steve Reynolds. I am Greg Pecco. And, Steve, we got a good matchup here tonight between Episcopal Academy and Malvern Prep uh, in about 15 minutes from now. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, we're away from Marple Newtown tonight, but we're still in Newtown Square on the campus campus of Episcopal Academy, and it's a beautiful campus. It's like college campus out here, and we're ready for a big match between Malvern Prep and uh, Episcopal Academy, so it's going to be a great night of football. A little bit different type of football we're bringing to you here tonight outside of the Central League and the Interact, but before we get to tonight's game, let's take a look at the District 1 playoff standings as they sit right now in 4A. Uh, Bayard Rustin High School in Chester County is number one in 4A. Neshemini High School is number two. Garnet Valley out of the Central League is three. The next Central League school is all the way down at 16 and tied for that 15th and 16th spot are Pencrest and Upper Darby both in action tonight. Ridley, Haverford and Conestoga are still on the outside looking in and they all need a lot of help to get in, Steve. Yeah, you talked about a big matchup. uh, Upper Darby at Pencrest, both tied at 16. 16 teams make the 4A playoffs. They're both at the last spot. Winner gets in. I mean, you can't ask for a better matchup than that. And then watch out. I know Stoga really doesn't have much of a shot tonight, but watch out their passing attack against Garnet Valley. Um, you know, Garnet Valley's been, you know, kind of slow getting off in some of these games. I mean, they're pretty much the best team in the Central League, but watch out for maybe Conestoga to uh, give them a game tonight. And, and, and here in Garnet Valley's a bit beat up coming into this week, so there's something to watch out there. Uh, in 3A, we have an interesting situation. Uh, you have Glen Mills after last week's, the uh, last couple of victories the last two weeks. They've moved up to two behind Pottsgrove, who is one. You have uh, Westchester Henderson at three, Academy Park at four, Interborough at five. What an interesting matchup would that be if it stays that way? They could be playing uh, to face each other in the first round once again. Um, you have Shanahan, Bishop Shanahan at six, uh, Springfield, Delaware County seventh. That's the one Central League team, and then Phoenixville rounds that out at eight right now. Chichester's ten points out of that eighth spot at the moment. So some interesting situations in three A as they're kind of stacked up towards the backside. Well, we've seen Academy Park and uh, Springfield. We, we've seen Interborough last year. I mean, good teams and Glen Mills, as you said, they beat. Upper Darby and Academy Park, two teams we saw at our house, and uh, they were pretty impressive. Yeah, Glenn Mills, uh, you know, they're a team to be they held, with. They held Ridley close. They beat Interboro this year, so uh, Glenn Mills certainly a team to watch there in the Del Vale, has an opportunity there in the Del Vale. In any event, we move on to tonight's game between Malvern and Episcopal Academy. And, and to give you the interact standings at the moment, Episcopal Academy is 3-0 and in the conference. You have the Haverford School at 2-1 and, and Malvern Prep at 2-1. And, and then we have William Penn 
Ten charter at one and two with Springside Chestnut Hill at one and two and Germantown Academy zero and three. Uh, it's a small conference. Uh, they do play a lot of out, out of conference games and, and they do play a lot of Delaware County teams because that's where most of these academies are located. Steve, uh, tonight essentially for for Episcopal, they can kind of seal up a, a sh- at least a share of the interact because the way the interact works is there's no playoff and the top team with the top record if it's if they're tied going you know they're going to win the the interact championship. They have Haverford School next week, but tonight's Malvern Prep, Steve. Uh, yeah, they're they're set up to win this league. Uh, you know, coming off an undefeated season last year, only lost this year by one point um, in overtime. So. Uh, you know they're ready tonight to take on a good Malvern Prep team. As you said, we might be outside the Central League, but we're, these two teams are familiar. They're in Delaware County. We hear a lot about them in the paper, in the news. So, uh, but Pittsburgh Academy's ready tonight at their home turf to uh, take that Interact Championship for the second re- year in a row. And certainly, uh, one of the big stories here for both of these squads, being being that they don't really get as much attention in terms of, of coverage because of the way uh, they're not involved in the playoffs. The Interact is, is exempt from the PI, not at Affiliated with the PIAA playoffs. In any event, they have we have two very very good quarterbacks on both sides of the football tonight. Start with Malvern Preps quarterback Alex Hornibrook, uh, a junior who is about six foot four, two thirty, and he, he's being looked at by several colleges. He's uh, Pitt is looking at him. He went took a trip to UConn. He also has Penn State and other schools on his short list. A very tall quarterback. He's good, he works out of a pro style offense. Steve. Yeah, you said uh, prototypical size quarterback, six four. Over 200 pounds. He was perfect last year. Seven for seven, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he's key tonight, as well as his big tight end, John Nassib, brother of uh, quarterback Ryan Nassib, Syracuse, and with the New York Giants. Uh, on, on, staying on the Malvern side of the football, their 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 key guy offensively outside of Alex Hornibrook is Troy Gallon. Uh, offensively, he has all-purpose yards of close to a thousand yards this season. 581 yards on the ground, 347 yards rushing. Last week, he kind of tore it up against uh, Penn Charter for for the uh, Malvern Prep Friars. Yeah, he did it in the air and on the ground. Uh, he's a big part of this team. He uh, coming back didn't play the week before due to injury. Came back and uh, he's a force for this team, and I expect him to make some big plays tonight for the uh, Friars. Defensively, uh, a key guy, as you just mentioned, John Nassib plays both ways as tight end and defense. He has five interceptions this season on the defensive side of the football, so we're going to get to see him, and we were down on the field, and he is he is every bit of about six foot five. He's a tall, he's a big boy down there. He's a big man. You said five interceptions. He plays defensive end, so five interceptions defensive end. That is impressive. His six six length, wingspan really helps him do that, so I expect him to be a force on the defensive front. Uh, for Malvern Prep. Now looking at our host uh, team tonight, Episcopal Academy. They are led by junior quarterback Ryan Whalen. He's about six foot three, two thirty. Another big quarterback has a very, very good arm and is thrown for over uh, fifteen hundred yards this season and fourteen touchdowns. So they'll air it out out of a spread uh, option style offense. Yeah, as you said, uh, Whalen's a great quarterback. Went eight for eighteen last week, one hundred eighteen yards, a touchdown. He have uh, Butts, a great tight end, uh, committed to Virginia, I believe, and then. Guys like Feliziano and Barley, who are well contributors um, on this uh, Churchman team as well. Yeah, Anthony Feliziani, as you mentioned, 737 rushing yards this season, 6.89 per carry. So he can get after it on the ground if they need to uh, move the thing along here. Defensively, they have uh, two very, very good linebackers in Jake Martellotti, uh, a junior linebacker, 51 tackles this season, 5.7 per game. And then Cody Russell, the senior captain, has 42 tackles this season, 4.7 per game. So at at linebacker.
linebacker in that second level. They are very, very stout is Episcopal Academy. Yeah, they're uh, very finesse out there. They make they make plays for the churchmen uh, all year. And look out for a, a, a freshman, Mick, uh, McAnally, who uh, came up with a key interception last week. So, you know, even freshmen are getting some time here. So it's exciting to see what they can do. Episcopal Academy, 8-1 and one overall, 176 yards of passing average per game, passing offense and rushing yards, 194 per game. Last week, uh, Malvern had a little bit easier week than Episcopal Academy. Episcopal Academy allowed uh, Chestnut Hill to to get ahead of them, 14 nothing at half, and then EA came out in the second half and put up 28 unanswered to basically wrestle that W away and, and keep their their hold on the Interact Championship alive. Yeah, and, you know we've seen them; they, they can blow out teams, they can beat from behind. They're all around good team, offensive, defensively, led by a great coach Todd Fairley, a Marple Newtown guy, Widener guy, um, but. You see, this, they can come back from reverse. You said come back last weekend, and uh, they finished out 28-20 to 20, uh, win. Well, as the teams come on the field here, we have a few minutes. We'll step aside, and we'll be back with the coin toss and the national anthem. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now, and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Tigers fans, is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonable-priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. If you are in need of these services, let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you along with us, Dave DePasco on the sidelines. Both teams just round on the field. Dave, what do you have for us uh, atmosphere-wise down there? Both teams ready to go. Episcopal came on as this crowd erupted. Malvern's ready to go. It's going to be a great game. Both teams in pregame. Aaron out should be a great game. Thank you, Dave. And we'll be checking in with Dave throughout the game uh, when the teams get into the red zone. Also for uh, close situations uh, in terms of turnovers. So Dave will be providing sideline information for us throughout the game. And Steve, here we are about five and a half left uh, before the kickoff. Both teams run an offense comparable to college and and the NFL. On Malvern's side, a pro-style offense, a lot of split-back, drop-back passing for uh, Hornybrook. From the EA side of the the game, it's it's a spread-option-style offense, and they they run it to perfection. Yeah, uh, both teams, you said, great. Uh, They're very balanced, both of them. Uh, Maybe run first and pass, but uh, both these teams um, coming in tonight trying to get this Interact Championship, and I think the big key tonight is turnovers. The team that commits less turnovers will win tonight and I think a team with a defensive stop is going to come up big. All right, you said two good offenses. Whoever's defense comes to play tonight will come out victorious. 
And the captains make their way out for the coin toss here at Episcopal Academy for the Episcopal Academy Churchmen versus the Malvern Prep Friars in Interact League play. A, a very good crowd on hand as they shake hands there at midfield and Dave was just, Steve was just discussing defensively. This could come down to a, a defensive game as, as both teams have very good offense and, and their defenses are, are just as good. It just is going to be that one last big play that might make the difference and we're hoping for a really, really good football game here. As we await the coin toss, head official goes over final instructions. There has been a flip. Hey, Dave, see if you can get us a uh, coin toss down there if you uh, can see over those heads, my friend. Here's that uh, Episcopal is receiving the ball. Episcopal will receive the start. This one, they will move left to right on the radio. Malvern Prep will defend that right end zone to start this game. And, Steve, your final thoughts, final expectations for uh, Interact play here tonight. As I said, whoever's defense wants to step up tonight will win the game, limit the turnovers, and just come out and play football. This is awesome. Great atmosphere here at Episcopal Academy under the lights for a, a, a chance to win an Interact championship. We'll send it down to the Episcopal Academy choir as they will have the national anthem. I respect our country by gentlemen Moving their caps and everyone standing at attention as the Episcopal Student Ensemble will be performing our national anthem. Steve Reynolds here with you getting set for kickoff. That was the Episcopal Academy Ensemble doing the national anthem here tonight in Delaware County. Uh, Steve, uh, a, f- a fairly warm evening for football. Not what we saw last week when it was a little bit cooler, but in any event, a great night in terms of the way the day started with the rain. Yeah, this you know, is scary. It was going to rain. You know, you, in a game evenly matched like this, you don't want to see rain play a factor. So I'm, I'm excited to see uh, it's going to be clear tonight, and it's a beautiful night to play some football. So the teams get set up to kick this one off. Kicking from Alvern Prep, Jonathan Dolphus. The senior. And the Friars tee the ball up at the 40. Episcopal Academy. Yet to take the field and set up. And number eight, John Dolphus waiting 
to get ready. Officials setting both squads up. And returning is Christian Feliziani, number three, along with number 25, Michael Gelasso. Dolphus on the approach. Kicks high, end over end, going to Feliziani. He picks it up from the eight on the far side of the field. Cuts back to the near side, finds a hole, breaks one tackle. He's got open spaces in front of him. He's across the 40, across the 45, across the 50, and he's going to be run out of bounds at the prep 45. To open this one, a big return that time. And number one, Andy Pancoast in on the tackle, but not before a huge return by the churchman. And that is the sophomore Christian Feliziani with the return. His older brother, Anthony Feliziani, will be at running back. He's number 23. And here we go. Whalen out of the shotgun. Bunch set three, three receivers to the far side. In motion goes Barley to that far side now. It's a dump pass on that far side to Feliziani. And he gets about three or four yards on the carry after the catch. And he's brought down by number 30 of the Friars. And that's Hunter Paulus coming in on the tackle. Not before, about a five-yard gain for the EA offense. 11.41 to go, first quarter. Second down. And about six for the Churchman. Whalen out of the gun, three receivers set. Takes it, hands off to Feliziani, who goes up the middle. He's going to pick up about three yards before he's brought down at the 35 by a gang of Friars. And number 57 in on the tackle for the Friars, Jacob Rabizi. So it'll be third down and about three, Steve, here from the Friar 35 for Episcopal. And Malvern, after that, a big return. they got to settle down on defense and make a stop here on third down. Pistol set this time for Whalen with Barley behind him. Three receivers bunched to the near side. Feliziani goes in motion to that far side now. Whalen takes it. It's going to be a handoff to Barley. He's shut down initially, makes one man miss, and then he's brought down for a loss of two. And number 10 in on the tackle, Trevor Morsk makes a great play at the linebacker position. EA comes out in the pistol offense and hands it off to their back. And uh, come up with a loss of one here. Bring up a big fourth down. I expect Coach Fairley and EA to go for it here. And they do as Whalen is out there in the shotgun once again. They're going to go a bunch set to the near side. The big receiver, Butts, is in that bunch to the near side. Whalen out of that gun now on fourth down and four. Takes the snap. He's looking. He's looking. Has a man in the middle field. Now he's going to roll to the near side. He's going to look to throw, and he's going to throw away from everybody incomplete uh, as there was good coverage downfield by the Friars. So after a line of a big return, the Friars do a good job settling down on defense and holding uh, EA to a three and out. So Malvern Prep will take over with 10.23 to go in this first quarter. They will have the ball at their own 36-yard line. As Steve mentioned, a, a good defensive stop, uh, forcing a four and out after a nice return by the Churchman. Hornybrook will come out in a pro-style offense. He's going to have two receivers to the near side. He's under center from that 36 on first down. Hornybrook. Sends a man in motion. He's going to keep. He's going to hand it off. Coming to the near side is number 22, Troy Gallon. And he gets a 
Big gain of about 13 yards, and he gets a first down. Christian Feliziani in on the tackle, the guy who we saw have a great return there. Um, and EA picks up a good amount of yardage there as number 22. Comes around the edge there on a, a sweep, and you know we might be away from uh, Marple football, but right there, look at the wing the action. <laughs> Certainly is Troy Gallon, the do-it-all man for the Friars. Cornybrook under center, one ride receiver set now. Out of a wing T formation, man in motion to the near side. Hornybrook is going to hand off the gallon. They go off tackle to the far side, and he picks up a good chunk of yardage, another eight-yard gain into Episcopal territory at the 42. Number 13, Jake Martellotti in on the tackle, but up for another big gain, off tackle uh, to Troy Gallon. That boy's got speed. Once he hits that hole, he is, you know, just a dart up the middle and uh, picks up close to a first down for the Friars of Malvern Prep. Gallon, a six-foot senior, 175. Second down and two for the Friars. Out of the shotgun this time is Hornybrook. Three receivers to that far side. Man in motion to the near side. It's Gallon. It's going to be a handoff on a jet sweep to Gallon to the near side. He tries to cut it back up, gets the first down after a game of about four yards, Steve. And number 13 in on the tackle. Again, Jake Martellotti for the fra- uh, no churchman and... He's going to pick up a first down there on that jet sweep, as you said. Uh, put the guy in motion, and Barley takes the hands off and cuts it right up behind his blockers for a first down. Officially a five-yard gain, 8.50 to go, first quarter. The Friars are on the move here early in this one. Hornybrook out of the shotgun. Four wide receivers, two split to each side. Hornybrook takes the snap, fakes the handoff. It's a screen pass to the far side of the field. It is caught. It's been picking up. First down for the Friars, number 25, Matt Brown with the reception and a good gain of about 14 yards, Steve. Number 33, and on the tackle for the Churchman, Cody Russell, the captain linebacker. Number four, big gain. Uh, Matt Brown takes it on the flare pass. From his quarterback, Hornybrook, and he takes it up the field for a first down. It'll be first and 10 at the 21 of Episcopal for Malvern after a 16-yard pickup that time by the Friars. Hornybrook under center. Two receivers to that far side. He's going to hand off up the middle to Gallion. He picks about three yards up on this play before he's brought down, Steve. And number 51 in on the tackle for the Churchman. The captain, Mike Watkins, the other captain, the linebacker. And that's a counter play up the middle to Barley. Uh, a little misdirection there for the EA defense, and uh, they do a good job of defending it. And now that we're inside the red zone at the 19, Dave DePasco joins us for some information in between plays here to kind of give us an idea of what's going on from the sidelines. Hornybrook under center. Two wide receivers are split. One running back in the backfield. Two tight ends. Hornybrook, three-step drop, quick pass. He's under some pressure, flushed from the pocket now, trying to avoid some men, runs forward. He's going to lose three yards on this play, and Dave uh, looks like he kind of got lost, lost in the shuffle down there a bit. Everybody on this Episcopal sideline is pumped up, ready to go. Quarterback tried to go to slant early. It was unable to and had to take the sack. Thank you, Dave. Dave, Dave right in the mix there, Steve. And looking number 53 and on the sack, Jake Anderson. And be careful down there, Dave. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> John Minikazi. Ball now at the 21. We'll stick with Dave. That's, that's close enough to the red zone. It'll be third down for 
the Friars inside Episcopal territory at the 21. They go shotgun, four wide receivers, three to the near side, one far side. Ball is at that far hash. Corny Brook takes the snap. He looks to throw inside, intended for number 82. Nassib incomplete. And I, I like the play call there. Uh, you go to your 6-6 uh, tight end. He put him out in the slot. Just throw it up to him. Corny Brook had the right idea, but good pass defense by EA. And looks like they're going to uh, maybe attempt a field goal here. This will be interesting. It's been high school at the 21. So this is about a 30... Uh, 38-yard field goal. 38-yard field goal attempt for Dolphus. Here we go. Snaps good, holds good. Dolphus kick is up, and it looks like it is just to the right. Wide right, no good. And and we'll send it down to Dave DePasqua. Dave? Just short on that field goal attempt. Maybe another inch or two, and he had it, but he was just short. Thank you, Dave. And with that... Episcopal will take over at their own 21-yard line. We'll keep it here. 6.30 to go, first quarter. How's the ball behind the 20? And here we go. How's the ball behind the 20? It's on 21. He kicks it out. Here we go. Empty backfield this time for Whalen and the Churchman. Waiting to get their final signals now is Whalen as he checks in from the sideline. Here on first down and 10 from the 20. Moves a man back to protect and block, and now it's a handoff to Feliziani, who goes up the middle for about four yards on the carry there, Steve. And he's tackled, it looks like, by number 54 of Malvern. And that is Kevin McKnight, and this offense is run by Dave Guerrera. Uh, St. Annie's got I played under um, back in the, uh, the grade school days, so it's interesting to see him down here with this uh, high explosive offense. They go empty backfield once again, bunch... Trips to the near side. Two receivers far side. Ball at the 24-yard line. Whalen takes the snap. He's looking to throw. He's looking. He's got his man butts, but incomplete. Just behind him and over to the outside shoulder, Steve. Little fade right there to the big guy, Butts. He said committed to Virginia uh, next year to go to college. And uh, Whalen just overthrows in there. Good coverage by number five of the Friars, Richard here we go, Whalen. Out of the gun. Three wide receivers far side. One receiver near side. That's Butts. Feliziani out of the backfield. Whalen takes the snap. He looks to throw. And high in and out of the reach of number 23 or 24, Michael Jalasso. James Keating in on the coverage there for the Friars is forcing uh, three and out and EA is going to have to punt it away and punting it will be Whalen to return number 25 Matt Brown for the Friars Whalen takes the snap he gets the punt off this is a high spiral not very long it's going to come down and hit around the 43 and take a churchman bounce out towards the 50 down at the 49 yard line so the Friars will take over from there here with 5.37 to go in the first quarter. So a lot of defense early uh, after a big punt return and for the Churchman. And then uh, a nice drive by Malvern. Both defenses have made stops and, uh, you know, it's 0-0 well into the first quarter. We definitely have a good one on tap for you 
right now. 5.37 to go here. First quarter. Friars second possession at the 49 of Episcopal. Coming out under center is Hornybrook. Takes the snap. He hands off up the middle to Galleon, and he's met immediately by number 77, Mandarino of the Churchman. And Mandarino, big tackle on the defensive line, led by uh, Nate Higgins, the defensive line coach here. Another St. Annie's guy went on there with Harrow and Widener. He had a good football career. So uh, big play there by the defensive line of Episcopal Academy. 5-10 to go now. Second down and 11 from midfield. Ball is at the near hash. you got one receiver to the far side. It's Pancoast. I formation out of the backfield for Hornybrook. Hornybrook under center. Takes the snap. Fakes the handoff. Play action. Far side. And intended for Pancoast. A little high. He had him on that far side on a little hook route. He had him there. Good route there by uh, Pancoast. Um, and it was just overthrown a tad. So it's going to bring up a third down and long here. Big uh, down for this EA defense to get off the field. Big big game early in the interact. Maybe a little nerves at, at play here to, to come out of this one because a lot of a lot of throws have been high to this point. Uh, yeah, a lot of hype here, and uh, you know I think both teams are starting to settle in a bit, but these quarterbacks are going to have to start finding their targets. Third down and eleven. Shotgun for Hornybrook. Three receivers to that far side. One near side. It's Pancoast. Hornybrook takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's looking to throw to Pankist in the near side. Throw got away on another hook route at the first down marker, but incomplete as Pankos didn't get around quick enough. Number nine was in on the coverage. Freeman of the Pisco Academy there. So he's going to have a fourth down and long. Malvern's going to punt it away, and EA's going to take over for the third time tonight, trying to put some points on the board. Pankos at the end of that play wanted a hold. May have been close, but in any event... Here we go to punt it away. James Keating, number six, to return is Bartley, or Christian Feliziani. Oh, punt nearly blocked. He got it off, though. It's a high, long one. It's going to hit down at the 13. Feliziani's going to catch it at the seven as he was trying to get out of the way, I think, and then he realized he just needed to kind of sit on it, Steve. Yeah, it's tough there. to let it, That thing would have rolled in the end zone, but he was so close. So it was better off he just caught it there safe, and uh, EA's going to get the ball there. And back to that last play by Malvern. Pankos had a case there. His jer- come off the field, his jersey, his shoulder pads were showing, so he might have got tugged a little bit on that uh, turnaround route, but uh, no call. So be first down and 10 now for EA from their own seven-yard line. Whalen. Four wide receivers. Fakes the handoff up the middle this time to Barley, and he's going to get about three yards on the play. Maybe only two, Steve. And a good job by the defensive front of Malvern Prep. It's hard to tell who's in on the tackle over there. Maybe only a gain of about a, one yard, actually. So it'll be second down and nine from the eight-and-a-half-yard line here. As Whalen's going to come out with split backs out of that shotgun and two wide receivers. And movement across the lines. Flags come in. And looks like Malvern may have jumped there, Steve. And that's a good job uh, by Whalen of the Pistol Academy. A nice hard count. Deep in your territory. Now it gives you some breathing room there as Malvern's defensive line uh, jumps. So good job by that uh, EA offense. So encroachment is the call. So EA will pick up an extra five yards here. It'll bring up second down and four as we repeat the down 
You're going to have Butts come to the near side as a slot receiver. Shotgun for Whalen, two running backs. It's a handoff to Barley on a crisscross. Barley finds some room, and he gets close to a first down, Steve. Yeah, Barley, a very uh, shifty guy. Shakes a couple guys and uh, close to a first down, as you mentioned. And number 31 in on the tackle there for Malvern Prep, just short of the first down. So it'll be third down and a long one for EA from their own 17-yard line. Three wide receivers, or two wide receivers set out of the shotgun. Butts in motion to the near side for Whalen in the EA offense. Whalen takes the snap. It's a handoff to Barley. He tries to find a hole. He bounces to the outside. He's going to have the first down and maybe a little bit more. It's close to a first down. Hold on. Coming to that near side where the spot is. we got to wait and see here on this spot. That's going to be close there. We're waiting for any official signal. They're going to bring the chains out here for a moment. I don't think he got it for that ball spot. It's close. It's I thought he did initially, but um, it's definitely very close. I'm going to go down to Dave. Dave DePosco can kind of give us an idea of... You know how close this thing really is, Dave. They're measuring it right now, and it looks like they're going to be short. Yeah, the the, the chain on the far oh, side—it's uh, like a half an inch, not even half an inch. Okay, yeah, that that was spotted at the 18 on that far side, was where that chain started. So, Dave, thank you uh, for giving us a view because we didn't have them with all the guys kind of standing in the way. So, Dave, getting in there and doing the dirty work in the trenches for us. At inches, this is going to be a close call. Being so close, it looks like they're going to try. Punting away though, Greg. Yeah, their Wayland's kind of standing back where in the vicinity of punting, but they're taking their time marking this, so that will give Coach Fairly an opportunity to kind of think about it, Steve. But this early, nothing, nothing. I would think you're punting yeah, and trying to play for to, position. Yeah, they sound to punt you. It's smart decision. The way your defense is playing, punt that ball away. Can't risk anything to give Malvern a short field. Wayland sets back to punt. To return is Matt Brown for the Friars. He's back at the 50. Here we go. They set up trying to draw them off sides here, it looks like. Hard count and trying to draw them off sides. And there's the snap. Snap's good. Punt. End over end. Short again, but it's going to take a fryer bounce. Oh, did it almost touch a fryer there, Steve? Almost touched him, but it didn't. Wow. Yeah, that was close. And uh, he had the heads up to just grab it because uh, Malvern guy was blocking it. Yeah, you know, they were blocking it. Uh, number 13. Just grabbed it, and uh, it's going to be, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, number two, yeah, almost hit it there. And, uh, and that was bouncing back. It was be better field yeah. for Malvern, but EA does a good job of uh, stopping it. So two uh, not-so-great punts, given Malvern short field position, but... Defensively, both uh, yeah. schools playing strong. 3.04 to go, first quarter. Friars take over at the EA 35. Hornybrook Horn- out of the shotgun. Two receivers far side. He sends one man in motion. He pitches it to Galleon to the far side of the field on a sweep. He's going to pick up five yards. Cuts back at the 30 and gets the first down and a little bit more, Steve. Great running by Gallon. And number 10 of the churchman on the tackle, C.J. McAnally, uh, the freshman defensive back. And that's a great uh, pitch out of the wink tee. And it's kind of a bastardized wink tee offense in the shotgun. He just pitches it. Um, Hornybrook just pitches it to a... His guy, and he gets the outside. The defensive end of Episcopal has to do a better job of keeping outside contained to force that back inside for the linebackers. Hornybrook back under center after that 12-yard gain by Gallon. 
Sends a man in motion to the near side. It's number 25, Matt Brown. He finds a hole, cuts back up the middle. He's got open spaces. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Friars here in the first quarter. Excellent blocking there by the offensive line of the Friars there. And we've seen this play plenty of times. That's the old 29 sweep uh, with uh, two guards pulling. Brown does a good job following those guys. Cuts it back inside where there's daylight. Takes in for a Malvern prep touchdown. So a big run there. Dolphus is on for the extra point with 2.32 to go in this first quarter. They're set up. Snaps good. Holds good. Dolphus' kick is very high and very good. 7-0 lead Friars, 2.32 to go. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. (laughs) Good one. Make this, and everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Nitz, sir. Exactly. No one cares who the kicker is until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Uh, Greg Peck and Steve Reynolds back here with you. Dave DePasqua, that last drive, two plays, 35 yards. Matt Brown ran it in, found a big hole, huh? Absolutely. That, exactly what Steve said. When he read that lane, he saw a wide open. It was good five feet when he cut back for that touchdown. Thank you, Dave. Here we go. Adolphus on to kick off here as the Friars lead 7 nothing. 232 to go first quarter. And Adolphus' kick. High end over and flags are down now. It's going to be an offside on the kicking team. He was well over the line before the kicker uh, was able to boot it. So they'll be moved back five yards and a re-kick. And EA came out of the game and opened up with that big kick return and, and put themselves in good position. Defense has been the name of the game so far. Uh, but now the Friars giving them an extra five yards and a re-kick as that one looked like it was going to be fairly short and covered very well. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, right after a touchdown, some little mistakes you don't want to happen if you're, uh, you know, Malvern Prep and head coach Kevin uh, Pellegrini. So here we go. They retee it at the 35 this time, 2.32 to go still. You have Michael Gelasso and Christian Feliziani back to return at the 15. Dolphus sets up. On the approach, kick is much shorter. They're going to keep it away from that return unit. Malvern fumbles the football on the kickoff. It looks like uh, Malvern has it as EA fumbled the kickoff. And not what you want if you're EA. Turnovers, I said, it will cost you tonight. And that's what happens there. And uh, a good strategy by Malvern Prep. Just a you know little kick in the air. Not a squib kick, just a kick in the air. Keep it away. Um, from Feliziani and guys like that. Give your unit time to get in and corral them. And Cody Russell for Episcopal Academy was there. He tried to make the catch, and it just kind of he just lost control of the football. And Malvern's on it at the 40 now, and they take over once again. 226 to go, first quarter. Steve, and that just hit his hit his uh, shoulder pad, his chest, you know, the chest part, and that's going to happen. I'll bounce right off you. So here we go. Hornybrook takes right back over after that last touchdown. Under center, it's a handoff given to Gallon up the middle. He picks his way through for five, about five yards. He's he's got an ability to kind of make guys miss, Steve. And fifth, number fifty-one in on the tackle, this captain Mike Watkins, the senior line, linebacker. And uh, as you said, he does have the ability to uh, make guys miss there. And that was just a simple handoff right up the middle as Gallon takes it for about five yards. 
2.01 to go, first quarter. Malvern leads 7-0. They have the football at the EA 36-yard line. Hornybrook under center on second down and six. Two running backs in the backfield, one receiver. Hornybrook takes the snap. Play action. Looking to throw. Now he's going to be flushed from the pocket. He's going to go far side of the field. Now he's going to throw to the end zone. And out of the out of reach of Troy Gallon, who he had down the field. But that kind of was looked like, I'm under pressure. I want to get it as far down there as possible. Yeah, and uh, he could have ran with it, but uh, pulled up and throw. Would have probably just picked up two yards there. Wanted to see if he could hit Gallon there. And he uh, yeah, he put it only where Gallon could get it. Just a little too far out of his reach. And uh, they'll go and... Uh, place third down here, so good mistake-free football by Hornybrook so far. It'll be third down and six for the Friars. One thirty-seven to go first quarter. They lead it 7-0 over Episcopal Academy. So here we go. Hornybrook out of the shotgun. The Episcopal crowd showing support for their defense now. Man in motion to the near side. Hornybrook's going to pitch it this time to Gallon to the near side. He's got some blockers in front of him. He's got the first down and a little bit more across that 30 and brought down at about the 25-yard line. That's just pitch it, pitch to Gallon, run outside, and go behind your blockers there. He does a good job of pushing his blockers forward. Good job by that Malvern prep offensive line and uh, wide receiver to that side of the Episcopal bench. So a big uh, pick up there. For Malvern's, they keep this drive going and have Episcopal on their heels. 11-yard pickup that time for Gallon to the 25 with 114 to go inside Episcopal territory. Hornybrook out of the shotgun. Sends a man in motion to the near side. EA adjusts on the read. They hand off to Gallon, and they hit him in the backfield. He's going to lean forward to get back to the line of scrimmage, though, Steve. Good defense that time by the churchman. Looking okay, number 23, Anthony Feliziani, uh, the older brother of uh, Christian Christian Feliziani, who had that big uh, kickoff return early in the game. Comes up with a tackler, shooting uh, into the backfield there and making a nice play. Um, on Gallon, so bring up a second down and ten. Updates around from around Delaware County. Conestoga, Garnet Valley, nothing, nothing. First quarter. Ridley leads Haverford six nothing. First quarter. Upper Darby over Pencrest seven nothing. First quarter. And Harriton Springfield seven. Harriton has seven. Springfield has six in that first quarter. Hornybrook under center now. Sends a man in motion to the near side. Fakes the handoff play action. Looks to the near side for the lefty. Intended for Nassim. Intercepted by Episcopal Academy. And they take over inside their own 15. Wow, what a play. And that was Cody Russell. The ball just thrown behind uh, the intended target, Nassib. Um, and, uh, you know, just tipped in the air. The big target just tips in the air. And that ball is intercepted. So big play by EA. They're pinned in their own territory. But nonetheless, they get the ball back and uh, keep any more points off the board for Malvern Pratt. A look what I found for Cody Russell, his fourth interception on the season. Ten seconds to go first quarter. EA takes over at their own 12-yard line. Whalen under center. He's got four wide receivers in this set. Waiting. Takes the snap this time. He's going to hand off up the middle to Feliziani, who's going to carry for about three yards to round out this quarter here. The Friars lead it 7 to nothing here at Episcopal Academy. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 